thanks for joining us. I'm here with Cheryl, and this is For Christianity's Sake. Thanks for being on again, Cheryl. Yeah, glad to be here. So today we're going to talk about heaven, and you mentioned that last night you had a you went to church and there was a sermon about heaven. Um, and I think heaven as a concept is just really interesting. So why don't you tell me a bit about what the the priest or pastor touched on, and then we can kind of get into it from there. Sure. Uh, so the the uh, sermon itself was uh, was preached from a book called Revelation, which is the very last book in the Bible. And Revelation is all about the end times and the last days and what will happen in the last days it's a prophecy mm -hmm. so um we focused on two chapters that were specifically about the new kingdom or the new earth so um right now we are in we're on just the old earth and there will be a time when god restores the earth to what it's supposed to be and then um he will actually be dwelling on the new earth and there won't even need to be a sun or a moon everything will be light up just because of his glory so uh we were focusing on those chapters mm -hmm. of, um regarding what that new earth will be like and so is that kind of like heaven on earth type thing like like we're uh, all in or is that separate from heaven it uh to be honest i don't know exactly if it is i i think it is heaven mm -hmm. but there's there's a period when before uh jesus comes back the second coming where people go to heaven but mm -hmm. then there there's actually a period of waiting time until he comes back to the earth yeah and it's after he comes back there's a lot of things that happen a thousand years pass by where the devil is allowed to um, roam, or sorry, where he's locked up, and then there's a thousand years of peace. And then after that, it's like he will then restore the earth into a new, a new earth. So I think it's actually, it would be considered heaven, mm -hmm. but I don't know exactly how it works, but I think yeah. there's like an interim heaven after okay. you die, and then there's another heaven maybe the same i don't know <laughs> okay and but, so yeah but it's so it's kind of this utopian uh image that is is quite analogous to what people have of heaven anyways i yes. suppose even if it's yeah. not you know explicitly specifically this the same thing um mm -hmm. it's very similar and so i yeah. mean whether we're talking about you know after the rapture and this this magical time in the future or heaven generally i think you know the concepts of heaven in this in this sense you know to to many people seem kind of silly i guess right or or um mm -hmm. whatever like the stereotype is that it's like kind of a childish fantasy right that you know right. I, I go into the clouds and i live happily ever after for infinity um you know what are your thoughts on heaven or or on this as it's presented um and, you know, did you ever kind of have similar views about it being kind of silly? Uh, or have you always kind of been bought into, the, yes, there's a heaven, it, of course there would be, it makes sense. Mm. Um, I think I am more 
the latter. I understand that uh, when you just think of heaven as like this place that you go, that's going to be great. And you're like standing on clouds and stuff. Then mm. yeah, that representation sounds silly. It doesn't sound like something to aspire to. And it even, it, it doesn't give people a real reason to want to go to heaven if that's all they think that it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the way that it is described in Revelation, it's described as a real place and there's uh, real dimensions even to it. So uh, like the new city is described as being 12,000 stadia, which is roughly the distance from Toronto to Houston, just how the... Um, the pastor described it Mm -hmm. so that's a really large city if you think about it and it's in the shape of a cube and then there's there's a physical element to it being made of jewels the city made of gold and all of that but those are just the those are just the superficials the the physical elements but what is truly what truly makes heaven heaven is is god himself he's he's the thing that we are aspiring to and because he is so perfect and completely like incomprehensible to us Mm -hmm. we don't understand why we can't see him now but all we know is that if we saw him now because we are not perfect we would die so he does not reveal himself to us but when people even get a glimpse of him, not even seeing his faith, but face, but seeing his uh, glory, then they they go into this <clears throat> trance of being totally inspired and awe and worship, and it's this incredible experience. And that's not even seeing him. And that's so, in in heaven, like we'll be strong enough to see him and so we'll live in that glory consistently yes okay Uh, not being strong enough but being like completely cleaned and that is through the like they describes it as having our robes being washed and made white okay and so i want to kind of you know continue down two tracks one is that kind of superficial superficial physical piece of it like the more you describe it the more ridiculous it seems to me not to be offensive um, right yeah but like saying that it's like this cube gold city that's the size of a continent or a country um and that and like that some that it's just been predicted that it will happen right um that concept yeah i mean it to many people just it's kind of like I mean it it just doesn't make any sense right so and like (laughs) yeah and so I mean if it was just the the second part just the non-material stuff that would at least I'd be able to wrap my head around a bit more I think that it's like Mm -hmm. okay God in his glory and and we're gonna be like living like that but the fact that there's this like physical material prediction kind of in my mind lessens the, the the possibility or validity um does mm. that make sense yeah i i mean it makes sense to me um 
I guess an important piece is that uh, like we we are currently living in a physical world mm-hmm. and Christianity is one of the few religions that values material like God actually gives value to people and to material mm-hmm. so the fact that the new heaven will also have material and a physical element to it is not a surprise or I mean it's it's expected mm-hmm. but I guess people maybe don't like the idea of being physical like yeah. because as we know it our physical bodies are always breaking down mm-hmm. they we have back pain and things are always falling apart so it's really hard for us to envision a physical world that would be good and not silly because it's yeah. just totally opposite of our own experience now and i guess that you know a thousand years ago to have if like they couldn't even imagine the cities we live in now right the idea that we right. have you know the cn tower and skyscrapers and any of that so i mean not that anyone could explicitly predict it but it, it's like if 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 the prophecy is true and there is some you know future city then why couldn't it be so extravagant and, and those things because we can't imagine what the world would be like you know 200 300 500 years from now i guess right so it's perfectly i mean also keep in mind that the person who was describing it was living in a time from 2000 years ago yeah and he's trying to describe with his own language what it looks like but and then are we supposed to take it literally fail to yeah well it's hard to know like what exactly is supposed to be taken literally and what's not yeah that's a difficulty with prophecies Mm -hmm. um because you don't really know until you get there what yeah. it really will be like cuz yeah. like maybe the you know America has even been called the shining city on the hill or whatever right like and so maybe like the concept is is not that it's literally a city but like there there's a uh, an entity right like maybe they couldn't have predicted a city or a country or or whatever that big but it I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, I'm trying to convince my rational brain of some, ra- like, some reasonability in, in the, in the prophecy, I guess. Right. As, <laughs> right, because that's, I mean, I, it's, you know. Yeah, it doesn't really, how can you call it a city when it's the size of a country? Yeah. In our minds, but. Yeah, when, and, yeah. I don't know, like, that, this is where I always get lost, I guess, with, um, you know, not just my my christian friends but my my religious friends generally like i really see the truth of the spirituality aspects of it right um yeah and 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 god and all of that stuff and i and i really have felt that but it's when we get to these like uh yeah these explicit things of heaven and and you know this massive city and and the rapture and and all that stuff that's where i have a hard time making I mean, I guess you could call it that, that next leap of faith, right? Um, right. So, how, like, is it your belief in this stuff, does it just, is it inherent since you were younger? Or did it come from, like, everything else you've read and found to be true? So why would this not be true if everything else has been? Yeah, I, I think it's more that I've, there are other things that are easier for me to accept 
as true, um, like Jesus dying and rising again as one of them, mm -hmm. uh, then, then being able to know whether this exact description is true. Um, and like it, it really doesn't go into so much detail of what living is actually like. Mm -hmm. which I think is what makes it hard to envision. Like, we don't know what the living side of heaven will be like. Yeah. It doesn't say, like, you're going to continue to have people who sell things and, or, I don't know. Yeah, like, do what the day-to-day -day life, yeah. Yeah, really have no idea. And there is no explanation of that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I guess I just accept it but i'm not accepting it as in like i don't know if it's a literal how much of it is literal as yeah. you have said yeah um, and how much of it is metaphorical or just trying to describe the indescribable and it completely failing to actually describe what it will be like yeah. because it's just so amazing that's more how i think of it okay and so now switching back to the the not physical, the, the spiritual part of it, and that we're all living, you know, just in God's glory or, or however it's phrased, um, like in this heaven. Um, so is the thought that, I mean, how we just get there inherently or we get there by believing in Christ? Um, and oh, uh, yeah, the previous chapter... Uh, so I was talking about Revelation 21 to 22. So the previous mm -hmm. chapter, Revelation 20, it it says there will be a book taken out and uh, that book is called the Book of Life. Mm -hmm. So anyone whose name is written into the Book of Life will be able to enter into this new heaven. Mm -hmm. And um, the, well, the way that you got your name written in it is by putting your faith in Jesus and um, he's the how do they describe it the lamb that was sacrificed yeah. for people's sins so by believing in that lamb that is how you your name is written into that book of life okay um so, I mean, this is a question that I asked one of my other Christian friends, and I guess it's like common is that like, so then, you know, I I cannot go to this heaven. I, can, I can't likely go to any of the Christian concepts of heaven. And so, um, you know, how do I reconcile that I think I'm a good person, I do good deeds, um, but I can't go to heaven? Or how, like, right. and, and like... That's, I mean, I guess that's the biggest hiccup that mo uh, many people typically have with Christianity is that, um, you know, you can be objectively from, you know, most people's point of view, a, a thoroughly good person. But if you don't accept Jesus, you can't go to heaven. Right. Yeah, it's something that I definitely wrestle with. It's, I, after listening to the sermon, he only talked about heaven, but I was reading the passages on hell, and it's just so extreme. Mm -hmm. And if, well, 
yeah, if I'm a Christian, that's something I have to accept as reality. But it's it's really hard to wrestle with um, those questions mm-hmm. of what, like, an an eternity of hell or an eternity of heaven is really hard to grasp. And mm-hmm. if your decisions on this earth are pointing you to one of those two destinies then it's like that would be the biggest question you would have to ask yourself but yeah i don't know if i can just reject it and not believe it does that make it not true that that's something you have to ask yourself just because it sounds ridiculous does not mean that it's not true um but yeah and so there, you have to kind there's of another yeah go ahead you have to kind of resign yourself to the fact that friends of yours and and other people who seem to be good might still end up in hell like it's just an unfortunate fact right is that yeah actually i was going to mention another side of it which is that something that um this other book i've been reading called mere christianity by Mm -hmm. c.s lewis talks about and it's like everyone is making their conscious decisions now um to be more evil or to be more good yeah uh in all of their decisions daily and um we we can't ever get to a point where we are good by our own merit that's where we need jesus but um but there's also a side of it where people are choosing to be evil. So it's not it's not that God just sends them to hell. It's yeah. that he has given us a choice and a total free will that allows this is gonna be an even another bigger conversation, but free will allows evil to exist. Yeah. And um people are choosing that destiny for themselves so if they hell is not just a place where god's wrath is coming upon them it's that they don't want to be saved they want to continue to do evil and to continue in their ways that they are now and that is a really difficult thing to grasp but i i think it's true that people choose their own rebellion and it's not that God doesn't want to save them and it's not it's more that they don't want to be saved I I understand that premise and I think you know for I think on a large scale that is true right that people choose how they're going to behave but then the the and we're kind of getting off from like the the concept of heaven but I think it's, you know, the right. important topic of, you know, there are, let's say in the world, there's, I don't know, a million Jews. And let's even say 100 of them are really, really great. They've chosen the life that is like at like following the path of God as they see it. And really they, from anyone's point of view, they are living a good life and, and not choosing evil. Um, but they still don't believe in Jesus, right? Um, and so 
and even you know the and so they're like it's hard to be perfect so I guess unless you submit that you can never be perfect and so you have to acknowledge that Jesus died for your sins because you can never you have to sin because everyone does um, like so there's no way to perfection so unless you're perfect through accepting you can never be perfect is like you have you go to hell even like even for you know slight evils or derelictions right well the thing is like the the person who is judging you is not your friend or not a point of reference that is another human yeah and the the person who is judging those is god himself and yeah He's the only one who could perfectly judge because you don't know the whole picture by looking at these people and knowing perfectly what they do. But Christianity, so from your part, but Christianity inherently says that they know enough that accepting Jesus is will be judged positively yeah, or is the thing right. that will be judged positively. But I guess that's because yeah. God said that himself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I like we're not um, obviously this is like the, the, the pinnacle of Christian debate or whatever or or yeah. other religions, uh, you know, versus Christianity. So we don't have to get too much further into it. I'm interested to um, bring it back to kind of what was the biggest takeaway or what was most interesting about the sermon about heaven as like. An entity, or as it as as the pastor presented it. Uh, well, I guess one of the more interesting ones is that those who um, the the people who are going through a lot of uh, persecution now mm -hmm. and are being uh, tortured for their faith. Um, this this book was written for those people. It wasn't written just for anyone to, like. I mean, it probably was written for everyone, but yeah, it was specifically written for those people who were going through a lot of torment. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's really meant to be a book of hope and of. Um, something to look forward to, to make your persecution worth it. So people will focus on the other side of it being hell, but the focus of it was actually meant for people who, yeah, are, are um, being persecuted for their faith. Okay. So I, I find that concept interesting and it puts the whole book into perspective even all those strange creatures and like weird descriptions that are hard to understand um but for those people it would have been like their their lifeblood like oh okay this is why we're doing it yeah. and it gives them a lot of hope yeah okay and so Again, we're, we're not certain on if the, the heaven that will exist on earth is the same as the heaven that we theoretically go to if we were, or that you theoretically go to if you were to die 
tomorrow, mm-hmm. let's say, knock on wood, it doesn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. um, but the heaven, that heaven that exists, let, that exists, let's say, right now for those who have passed or, or will pass, you know, in, in the between times or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, that is, again, something that, you know, I'm interested, I don't, I mean, I believe in it in some weird way with an asterisk, the same way I believe in God with some weird way with an asterisk, right? I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not a traditional believer or whatever. Um, and so I'm interested to kind of hear um, what a knowledge of heaven gives to you. Like, what ben- like, how does that impact your life that you know that there's a heaven? That's a it's a good question. Um, for for me, it's I think of it in terms of opposites because my my reality is one of feeling insecure or depressed or worried or anxious um, mm-hmm. many times, and so for me, heaven is the opposite of that and really knowing being able to know and experience a fullness of meaning and purpose through God himself so for me knowing that there is a permanent version of that fullness and a a version that doesn't have tears and worry and like all this terrible stuff is what keeps me going I guess Mm. like knowing that I won't have to suffer continuously um, and going back and forth between uh, yeah going back and forth between having worry and anxiety and having peace but knowing that those will be eliminated and it, just the peace and joy and love will be left over. That, uh, I think that's what speaks to me the most. Okay. And so do you feel bad for people like me or, or others who don't believe in heaven or, or you know, don't have that concept? Uh, well, I... I I would be a terrible person if I said no. Um, hmm. Like, of course I do, but I, for me, it is, I don't know, it's, it is really hard for me to even wrestle with that, like knowing to really believe it. Even I struggle to, yeah. to do that. Um, and like, if I, cause if I really, if I really truly believe that, um, then I would be going and proclaiming it everywhere, you know, yeah. like my day and night and in and out, that's all I would be doing. Um, yeah. So I don't know for me it, personally, if it's just a matter of I need my faith to be stronger mm-hmm. to get to that point. Um, but I, in a way, I, at the same time, sometimes it's not, that type of proclamation is not always fruitful mm-hmm. instead it like in the past and the way people respond to it 
is quite negative. So just yeah. proclaiming that might not even be that fruitful for mm. people. If, if, but yeah, if I really start to think about it, then I feel completely grieved and like um, very desperate. That's how I start to feel. And I guess that when I think about it. Yeah, and I guess that is what then leads people to, uh, you know, ev evangelize or whatever it is, like to spread the gospel to, because they, if you really believe that, then you want to save people and you want them to have the joy and, and that stuff. Um, right. And so I just want to ask about then the concept of heaven on earth, uh, like in, in the interim, not in the, in the future, like literal sense, but in the interim, the idea that, you know, if you do fully submit to God and fully um, just trust in him, you can't get heaven, but you can get almost there, right? You can feel that sense, right. <laughs> um, you know, fairly thoroughly. Is that, am I accurate in kind of my understanding? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Like oh. the, it's actually considered the kingdom, as I call it. Uh, Christians call it like kingdom of heaven mm -hmm. is already considered to be here like it we are already living in that kingdom but yeah. that kingdom is within you and that is going to sound very foreign to a lot of people mm -hmm. when so like I that actually out of anything we've talked about resonates the most with me about being true right like I I, I do believe that um, that like that, and that's why I, it's kind of because I believe that it kind of detaches me from the future uh, or the in the sky heavens, right? Because I yeah, believe right. that heaven exists now and it's it is attainable. Um, right. And and so I'm interested to ask. I mean, obviously, uh, I was talking with another Christian friend just on Friday, um, and it's the most difficult thing to possibly do to fully submit yourself and 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 trust in that. Um, but you know, if, if that is heaven, then why, and, and anyone believes that's heaven, why wouldn't you dedicate your life to that? Right. So, Sorry, is that a question? yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess, Hey, Cheryl, why don't you No, it's not like, a, um, but I'm just kind of, you know, thinking through it, right? Like there are. Um, you know, I do, I, that, I, like I said, that idea of heaven resonates the most with me. So I don't, if, here's a better question, if that is true as well, that the kingdom of heaven is here and it exists within us and we carry it and have, can access it, why do we even need those other concepts of heaven? Why, why, if I can be in heaven today, if I, if I was able and pure enough and those kinds of things, um, like, why do we even, why do I need to worry about those other ones? Or, or why do they even exist or will exist mm. if I can just access heaven right now as well? Right. Well, I think it's because of the, because of the evil that is here, like, existing in tandem with it. Mm. So it's like, why... Why do I need to worry about those future ones? Well, because you're present, you can access the kingdom of heaven within you. Yeah. But outside of you, there are people who are trying to kill your family. Yeah. And people who are polluting the earth and actively seeking to destroy one another. 
Mm-hmm. So how can that be a good reality that you would always want to be in? Yeah. Then you then you start longing for another place. And that's what this other kingdom really is. It's like right now we are we're on an earth that we're not um that we wouldn't want to call home forever. I don't know about you, but I don't want to call <laughs> this my home forever and ever and ever. Okay. So it's like we're longing for a place where we just don't have to deal with all of these other things anymore. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so I, I would, I, I understand that point, and I guess I would counter that if you were to find the kingdom of heaven within you, then you don't really have to deal with that other stuff anyways because you have this like contentment that that carries you through it and so it's there but you're not like dealing with it in in the mm. traditional sense well that missing point is that 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 perfection like mm-hmm. true perfection can only be found through seeing god yeah and you can never do that here so okay. i think that is the missing point the missing piece Okay, interesting. Well, thank you for uh, sharing sharing all your thoughts with me. I really, it gave me a lot to think about for sure, actually. So I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it was a really interesting conversation <laughs> for me too. Like, uh, I haven't had too many conversations with non-believers about yeah. uh, heaven. So, mm-hmm. It was really interesting to see how other people think about it. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I hope everyone listening also enjoyed it. Um, Be sure to tune in next time for Christianity.